Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by The Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 platinum jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rossi. Hey, Eric, it's Kate. Hey, partner. What's going on? I was going to ask you the same thing. Um, I was just wondering if there were any updates on the case. It's been a while since I checked. Which case? You know which case. Come on, Kate. Well, are there? No. Still as cold as ever. Look, I know you hate being told what to do, but you gotta let this go. Would you let it go? If it were your father? I don't know. Exactly. Parcast presents Mind's Eye. I found this video online, and I can't get it out of my head. There's this man, and he's asleep. But then... He starts to move ever so subtly, and that's when I notice he's tied to the bedpost. His body suddenly sits up, and he begins thrashing and screaming. He's yelling at something or someone only he can see. He's desperately pulling at the ropes tied to him and the bed. He's this this terrifying force to be reckoned with, and yet he's terrified too. His dream is physically affecting him, making his body react and play out the drama unfolding in his mind. He almost reminds me of of a mental patient in a straitjacket in some backwoods asylum. And I wonder what I must look like in the middle of the night. Do I look like a mental patient to Miles? Is that how he sees me? Is that how he's bound to see me at some point? The questions keep coming. Am I going to need ropes too? Or something more? That man from the video who's tied himself to the bed, he understands me more than anyone could. And I hate to say it, but I understand him. I wasn't the only one frantically Googling night terrors. On his work computer, Miles was doing the same thing. 
Here's some of his reporting from after we spoke to the dream interpreter. Night terrors are different. Night terrors affect the body. I needed to know more about this phenomenon, so I started research. I read stories from people who experience night terrors regularly and was shocked to discover that there are several cases of these people injuring themselves. With night terrors, it comes down to the inability to control one's physical movements while sleeping. The disturbing possibility that you could harm yourself or anyone in your vicinity because of a terror you can't wake up from. A terror you didn't even know is just a figment of your imagination. Now, I'm sure you're all wondering. No, I haven't experienced any night terror violence from Kate. And to be frank, I'm not too worried about it. But I would like to figure this thing out before it escalates to that. Not for my sake. I'd be fine wearing hockey pads to bed. But for Kate's, the last thing I want is for her to hurt herself. Testing the feed, sound... Wait, it's only 2.30. Oh, how is it only 2.30? I need another caramel mock. After I set this up, can I go on a coffee run? No, you can't go on a coffee run. You need to be in studio for the interview. That's the only way you're going to learn. <sighs> I don't trust anyone who doesn't drink a coffee in the afternoon. How are you not a damn zombie right now? Uh, if I stay in studio, can I ask this woman a question? No. You're not interviewing her. You're listening. You're shadowing me. Think of yourself as a fly on the wall. <sighs> but she's a sleep expert, right? She's a neurologist, but sleep is her specialty. That's my assistant, Palmer. You're probably wondering how he became my assistant. He's not a bad guy. He's just not interested in this story. He cares about journalism as long as it's a topic he finds cool. Or in his words, synergistically cutting edge. I don't know what that means, and I'm not sure I care. He also happens to be related to the founder of Public Radio Colorado. We like to keep a close-knit group here, and how much closer can you get than family? I'm now here with Dr. Diane Maber, neurologist and sleep expert who is currently a professor at CU Boulder. Well, thanks for coming in today. My pleasure. Uh, what would you say is the main difference between night terrors and what we consider normal nightmares? Well... Nightmares are something much more common, right? But night terrors fall under the category of parasomnia, which refers to all the abnormal things that can happen to people while they sleep. This would include sleep... I could listen to her accent all day, but we don't have to. The important point is right about now. Here. And they may even engage in aggressive or violent behavior. This symptom is actually much more common in adults, though. Oh, well, let's talk about that, because I've found that night tears are more common in children, right? This may surprise you, but fewer than 1% of adults suffer from night terrors. Fewer than 1%? Hmm, I have to admit, it did surprise me. Well, that means that Kate is in a tiny niche group of her own. 
Overall, my interview with Dr. Maber was pretty informative, and I realized that before we did anything else, Kate needed to consult with a psychologist, and I knew convincing her to do that wasn't going to be easy. Miles was on his quest for answers, and so was I, which is why I called my mom to see if there was any possible genetic link to what I was experiencing. I had already told her I had been having some crazy dreams. I just left out the details. All of them. Hello? Mom, it's me, Kate. Oh, hi, honey. How are you? I'm okay. Had a day off. Had some time on my hands. That's nice. Gonna go to the spa? No, Mom, I'm not going to the spa. That's what I do on my day off. I wanted to ask you something. Yes? Have you ever had a really intense dream? Like, one that affected you physically? You mean, like, made me sick to my stomach? No, more like... It made you do things in your sleep. Like, sleepwalk? Yeah, or something like that. No, I haven't. But I did have this crazy dream when I was pregnant with you and Jenny. Really? Oh, yeah. I remember it vividly. I was pregnant and wearing this flowing sundress. I I knelt down to the edge of a lake. When I put my hand in the water, I started to go into labor. I was screaming for anyone to help me. I was in so much pain, but no one came. I gave birth at the water's edge, but I couldn't see either of you. When I sat up, I finally saw you both clearly. You were these slimy, lizard-like mutant things. You both slithered into the water and disappeared. For months, I was convinced that's how you both were going to come out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But that was just a crazy pregnancy dream. Nothing like what you're talking about. Yeah, not quite. Is this for Miles special? Yeah. I was just wondering if maybe what's happening... I don't know, that maybe it could be genetic or something. Oh, I see. He wants me to go to a psychologist, but I think he's making mountains out of molehills, Mom. I, the last thing I need right now is some Freudian junkie. I can't tell you how many psychologists I've met that have actually been the most dysfunctional. Well, if Miles thinks it might help. <sighs> he does. Why don't you just humor him then? I just don't want to open some big can of worms that never needed opening. I realized later that some cans are meant to be opened, no matter how much we try to keep them closed. But then something happened which tipped the scales in my favor. Another dream. But there was something else, too. Kate grabbed me for the first time. It wasn't the same man, the, the, the one that I stabbed in my dream before. This, this one was someone else. He had more, more facial hair that, that I can remember. And, or maybe it was the same man. I don't know. I, I can't know for sure. But I was on top of him like the other. And, and blood was pouring from his neck where I had stabbed him. And then, then I took the Swiss Army knife. And I, and I brought it up to his face. And, 
I took the knife, and, and as if I had done it before, I just, I smoothly cut off his eyelids, and, and it was like cutting into butter. They just slid off. I've done this before. That's what it felt like. This development in her dream was a monkey wrench for us. What she described. This was just like the work of the blind butcher. No, that's not a name of some hipster restaurant in Portland. It's the name of a serial killer. Most likely a woman who targeted men 15 years ago. She'd sleep with them, stab them cut off their eyelids, remove their eyes, and make a smiley face on their abdomen. This is how Kate's father had been killed. And so, Kate and I both realized these nightmares she'd been having, it was as if Kate was dreaming she was the one who killed her own father. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month, So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Kate finally agreed to talk to a psychologist. How could she not, after the blind butcher dream? I knew immediately who I wanted her to see. His name is Marty Weldman. He works in the same building as me. On the day we met, he had ordered the last cream cheese Danish from the cafe downstairs. The Danish I wanted. Later that day, I saw him in the elevator. By that point, I'd forgiven him for stealing my Danish. We ran into each other during the lunch hour as well. All the tables were taken, so I asked if I could sit at his, and now he's my lunch partner. I swear, if this were a gay romantic comedy, it'd have been the perfect meet-cute. What? Should I be all smiles? I'm not exactly excited to be mentally dissected by a stranger. 
Marty's not a stranger. I lunch with him practically every day. Well, he's a stranger to me. But he won't be once you meet him. Don't you want to get to the bottom of this? I'm already at the bottom. Well, then there's only up from here. <laughs> Have I ever told you how much your optimism annoys me? <laughs> yep, all the time. I thought you were always being sarcastic. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> From our first meeting, Marty made me uncomfortable. And since it was for his story, Miles sat in on our session, which may have made it worse. Miles has filled me in some. What's been happening, what was discussed with the dream interpreter and the neurologist. But I'm more interested in the sexual component. The, the sexual component? What do you mean? During the dream you had. Did you experience sexual ecstasy? Oh, um, there was some, yes. Did you have a nocturnal emission? What is that? A more clinical term for a wet dream. Oh, um, I guess partially. Partially? I mean, I don't know if I had a full orgasm, but there was stimulation. In your dream or in real life? Miles, let me ask the questions. Both? No need to get concerned, Miles. This is science. The physical body's reaction to mental stimulation. <clears throat> uh, Kate, I can't say for sure what you experienced. I'd have had to observe you while you slept. Uh, <laughs> that's not necessary. I'm explaining it all to you. I'm not sure that you are. Miles, I think it might be better if you were absent during this portion of our conversation so Kate can fully express what she needs to. Uh, that's not necessary. Uh, Kate, whether you consciously believe that, there are subconscious restrictions we put on ourselves when we are concerned with how what we say may be received or how it may affect others present. Trust me. Well, all right, Marty. Today, you're the boss. I'll leave the tape recorder running. Look, I'm not holding back. I just... I don't think this is going to be helpful. Psychoanalyzing me like I'm some crazy person. If I were crazy, would I still be employed by the Denver PD? Mm, that I cannot answer. I also don't think you're crazy. I think you're internalizing something external that is fighting its way back out. But that is just a hypothesis. I need to know more. What was your childhood like? Uh, well, growing up as a twin is interesting. You're always seen as one part of a single entity, you know? Not quite an individual. Where's your other half is always the question on everyone's mind. It wasn't a problem or anything. I mean, we got along. I mean, she was much cooler, though. <laughs> Funny how that happens. One always naturally just outshines the other just a little. Does your sister have intense dreams or night terrors? Mm, not that I know of. Well, she hasn't mentioned anything. She was always... What? Just... the more stable one. Things just didn't phase her as much. I mean, we're twins, but... I always felt like she was the big sister. Why was that? 
she was kind of protective. Even when. When what? When our father died. How old were you when he passed? I was seventeen. How did he die? Um. Well, he didn't just die. He was murdered. By a serial killer. Is that so? Miles didn't mention that. Hmm.、Uh, was the killer brought to justice? No. Something about Marty's reaction to hearing that my father had been murdered was off. After all these years, I don't need sympathy, but he was so clinical. After it happened, we were at the station answering questions, and the cop sitting with Jenny and me got up to take me to the bathroom because <laughs> I thought I was, I thought I was going to pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> While we were gone. Jenny found the crime scene photos, and she saw what our father looked like, what had been done to him, and she hid them from me before I could even get a look. Were you glad she did that? You mean hiding the photos from me? Mm-hmm. No. Why not? Because it was much worse not knowing. I spent years and years just wondering what he looked like, and Jenny wouldn't tell me. So I was only left with my imagination, and I didn't even see the photos until. Until what? He became a detective. I was able to get access to them. Yes. And. It was strange, but. It was exactly how I imagined it. Exactly. Is that why you became a detective? Your father's death. One of the reasons. And the other. I get to carry a gun.、Hmm. So you like to feel in control. You like the way a gun feels in between your hands or pressed up against your hip. Excuse me.、Uh, how did your sister deal with his death? Um, she became a successful lawyer. A prosecutor. My my, you are both on a quest for justice. Makes sense considering your past. And how did your mother deal with the death? Kept herself as busy as she could. Took on every role she could in the community, at our school. I see. Did you have nightmares after it happened? Not really. And if I did, I didn't remember them. But you remember the ones you've had recently. Most of them. Sometimes it feels like bits and pieces, but I know what's happening. I'm murdering a man after I have sex with him. But you don't recognize the man. No. There's absolutely no resemblance to Miles. What? No. I don't mean just looks. Does he have any similarities to Miles? No. I don't know who the guy is. I can barely make him out anyway. I just I know that I kill him, and it feels good. So it's after you kill him in which you reach climax. What? No, I don't、uh, climax. Let me, let me rephrase.、Uh, at what point in the dream are you most aroused? When you are having intercourse, or when you are killing him? When I've plunged the knife into his throat. 
That's very interesting. Don't say it like that. I'd like to offer you some techniques for lucid dreaming. The point of it is to experience your dreams more vividly, so you're able to recall them in specific detail. <sighs> My session with Marty was a total bust. But I couldn't stop thinking about it. And the dream, and the fact that no progress was being made on my father's case. All the years that have gone by, the more time that passes, the less chance we have of catching her. And it makes me feel powerless. Hopeless, even. So, I called my sister. Hi, you've reached the voicemail box of Jenny Hansen. Please leave a message after the beep. Have a lovely day. Hey sis, it's me. I'm just checking in. I wanted to, um, well, I wanted to ask you something. Give me a call when you can. She didn't answer. So I tried the one person I could always count on. She's been my best friend for years, and she always gives it to me straight. I think that's why I love her so much. Hello? Hey, it's Kate. Hey, how are you? It's been ages, literally ages. <laughs> it's been three days. Really? That's it? It feels like longer. I think time just stretches out when you've got two sugar-addicted rugrats running around all day long. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Everything okay? I had another dream. What happened? The same. I killed a man. Who was he? I don't know, but... But I liked killing him. And... The craziest part is, I... I killed him like... I killed him like the blind butcher killed my dad. That's... Jeez, I can't imagine what you're going through. But look, you don't have to worry about that. Whoever she was, she's gone. How do you know? Well, for one thing, people say that if a serial killer hasn't killed in a while, it's because they're either dead or in jail. Or they've just stopped completely. Fifteen years is a long time. Too long a time. It just wouldn't make sense after all these years. I know it's hard to wrap your head around, but you have to believe it, Kate. The blind butcher is not coming back. I love Leslie. She's my best friend, and she's usually right. But this time, she wasn't. Mind's Eye was produced by Max Cutler, is a production of Cutler Media, and is part of the ParCast Network. It was developed by Maggie Admire and Max Cutler. Sound designed by Ron Shapiro. This episode was written by Jess Mallo, with production assistance by Carly Madden. Original story by Ron Cutler and Howard Cohn. It stars, in alphabetical order, Mike Capozzi, Amber Connor, Kimberly Holland, Mick Lambeth, Kenna McEnroe, Sammy Nye, Steve Pinto, Vanessa Richardson, and Carter Roy. <laughs>